Hello, everybody, and welcome to Friends of the Force, a Star Wars podcast. I'm your host, Brad. And I'm your host, Sarah. And this week on the show, we are journeying to a galaxy far, far away on our very own Star Tour ship with guest Tommy Stella. Tommy, welcome. You're the fellow Star Wars fan in our community, comic book writer, Droopy McCool, number one fan. And now you're here on the podcast. Friends of the Force first timer. I am number two fan. Number two fan. I have to I have to give credit to um oh what's his name? Like Hop Hoppa Bloom. Uh I, I if, if I take the number one Drewby McCool fan credit, uh I'll I'll be I'll be a fake, I'll be ashamed. So I, I can't do that. <laughs> but thank you for having me. I, I really appreciate it. Now <laughs> one you of can add... co-president of the Drewby McCool fan club. Um <laughs> and very humble, incredibly humble. Uh <laughs> thank you for having me. I'm so excited to talk about Star Star Wars. Uh, this thing I just learned about. Yeah. We just yeah, learned about well, it too. So we're in good company. Yeah. Right. Um, <clears throat> cool. It's just, it's just like a really exciting, like what is Tatooine? That's what we're actually addressing. Actually. I, I assume they today. give tattoos there. That's what I thought too. So we're going to find yeah. out. Yeah. I think someone mispronounced tattooing. Um, <laughs> and, and at some point they were like, that sounds cool. Yeah. You know, now that I think about it, there's been a very big missed opportunity in Star Wars for somebody not to have a tattoo of Tatooine so they can say it's my mm. tat Tatooine tattoo. I don't know. Mm. I just thought about that. Lucasfilm, you should put that in your book or something. Or I don't tattoo know. Parlor, tattoo parlor <laughs> called, called tat, Tatooine. Tatooine. Tatooine tats? Yeah. yeah. Right. I, I did do a bar trivia but like last week and one of like the final question was like how many, how many, you know, um, Star Wars movies have C-3PO and R2-D2 not been in and I got it right but I I stressed for a while on that one actually I felt like I was gonna bring down the whole team if I got it wrong and lose my Star Wars card and like the people at work know me as a Star Wars fan so like that would have been embarrassing um but also there was another Star Wars question and it was like where was where is like the real life location of tattooing and I was like what are what are you saying? Legitimately, like just a, pronunci a pronunciation that I did not understand until it came up on the screen. I'm like, oh, this is a Star Wars question. I got it. <laughs> so, you know, the tattooing, the tattooing thing. And wow, my brain is not happening. The tattooing thing is happening. The, the mispronunciations actually. We love our tongue off. twisters. Yeah. Yeah. No, no the, the location that's probably somewhere in Portland where there's a lot of tattoo parlors. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Someone's got it. There was, uh, I, where I used to work at a barbecue restaurant and down the street, there was a, a vape store called Darth Vapor. Oh and my God. <laughs> that made my day. They called in once. It came up on like the low caller ID. They're placing an order and just a Darth Vapor. And I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> that's very cool. Like, I don't know if I should pick up the phone or I don't know who this is. It was Isn't immediately the most boring person possible. <laughs> They're oh, like, dang. wings, please. And I was like, oh man, you're not Darth Vader or a Vapor. That's so boring. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. But yeah, we're so excited because today we're doing a very special episode. Because uh, Tommy, you and I were. We're talking at uh, New York Comic Con. We were talking about our share loved of, of Star Tours. And as many of you know, Sarah and I have been on Star Tours so many times together, specifically eight times uh, at the last Celebration Anaheim uh, location. And uh, we just wanted to merge our worlds together and talk about Star Tours. And specifically, we're building our own Star Tours adventure together here today. So um, we're going to get into that very shortly. Tommy, before we get started, too, I want to I guess learn a little bit more about you for some of our listeners, but like, what's your journey with star Wars been like, what, when did you become a fan and like, mm -hmm. what does it mean to you and your current, current day and age? Oh, um, 
I, I think my as as a 29 year old, like most 29 year olds, my love of it started when uh, George Lucas spent a billion dollars to put it in every single store in 1999. Um, <laughs> I was like, what's this? And then my mom was like, do you want a toy? And I was like, this little blonde kid looks interesting. What's his deal? Um, and then I just owned an Anakin, young Anakin action figure who didn't do anything. It was just a little boy, but I was a little boy. Um, so then I got some lightsabers, you know, we saw the movie. I was like, I don't get what this is all about, but I got to hit my friend with a lightsaber. That's cool. Uh, the pod racing was fun for my six-year-old brain. Um, I got a Jar Jar Binks doll that, um, my grandpa brought for me and it was, he just, you would squeeze it and it'd go, wow. And that was the whole, that was the toy. I was like, this is doing it for me. This is all I need. Um, and then I just kept watching them and it, it was good. Uh, I, I, I didn't really watch the original trilogy for a long time. Cause I was like, I think the last one came out when I, or the third one came out, I was 10. And I, that's when I learned how franchises worked. And I was like, Oh, there's more. And my mom was like, yeah, no, there's more. Um, but I did learn that the, the big twist in empire strikes back. Everyone knows. Um, I learned that because I was playing with my Anakin toy. And my mom was like, that's, that's Luke's father. And I was like, what does that mean, mom? And she's like, that's the guy, the other guy that you see in the, in the, in the toys, that's his dad. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And then that was, that's how I found out that that was my big reveal moment. Um, the Star Wars means a lot to me. <laughs> a lot of fun. <laughs> I'm a product of George Lucas's planning. I've fallen for every <laughs> single marketing thing. Uh, and I will continue to fall for most of them as long as I have a dollar in my pocket. Um, and then people who listening know me uh, from tweets, mostly, mostly tweets. Uh, I'm the drooping the cool guy. Viewers at home, you're listening. He's in my frame. I hit him on the floor in the background. He's my little guy. Um, why? Why is he your little guy? Like, what is it about <clears throat> no, Droopy? Because I, I feel like I didn't know a lot about <laughs> Droopy until you just started tweeting a lot about him, and now I feel like I like Droopy. There, I mean, there's not, there's not, an, there's, there's. Too little to know about him, if we're being honest. Um, I gotta, I've said it before, I'll fully admit it. It started off, haha, funny name, as it as it should. Um, and then I looked into it and, and I just, besides like the this is gonna, this is not a bit anymore. We're out of bit territory, which I know is is rare. We're we're leaving bit territory. And um I I, I looked, I, I mean, there's not much on him, so I go to his Wikipedia where there's a paragraph and a half. Hopefully one day there's more, but it just says, you know, his, his, his name is a series of, of flute like whistles and his real name is Snit, S-N-I-T. Um, I don't even acknowledge that he smells like vanilla. People always just mention that. It's like big whoop. Everyone smells like something. Can we stop talking about it? Um, but the thing that caught me with him is, is he plays music and he plays the flute. I forgot the name of the, it's like Chindaku Lal flute, whatever it's called. Um, and the flute is sounds like his voice, like his 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 language is a series of flute like whistles, and he plays the flute. Um, and I think in, in the very sparse, it's probably legends. I think material on him. Um, he didn't really have a family, and he was trying to find family. And I think he went out into like the Dune Sea to do so, or something like that. That's where they last left him. Um, and I just I like the idea that this guy who's trying to find his family picks up an instrument that sounds like his own voice, but louder and projected. Um, so it's it just like, it's when I was in, when I was younger in high school, I used to play like guitar, piano, singing and all that. And it was a way for me to like figure out who I was. Cause it was the first like purpose and community I ever had. Um, 
And that's like, that's like the only time I've seen in just like generic franchise media, like a character who picked up the arts to like be an extension of themselves in that kind of way. So it started out as a bit, it's the Mr. Brightside, had it ended up like this, had it end up <laughs> like this. Um, it was only a bit, but yeah. So uh, now I want to write the Drupy McCool comic because there's depth to him, you know? There's, there's a much needed lore to be expanded upon. And he's McCool. He's McCool. He's McCool. You know? <laughs> McCool. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, I also feel the same thing about like the thing that I champion, which is the Kay's Wrath device, which is, you know, um, uh, it was in two issues of the Poe Dameron comics. And it's just a device <laughs> that Laura Santeca, you know, just finds in a Katie Nomordia vault and a dark side light user and a light side user have to come together to use it. And that's it. That's all we know about it. And um, that's my thing. <laughs> No, that's good. One day. So, one day. It's just oh. like a little sphere. Like, I don't know. Just this, it's like vibes. I don't know. It's just a little guy. Yeah. It's just a little that's guy. My guy. <laughs> I love when Star Wars, you have like the bit and you're like championing the bit with a character. And then it like Tommy with you and Droopy, it's just like not a bit anymore. And that's, mm-hmm. it's a very freeing feeling because now you can like, you're not just standing the character out of comedy. You're like, no, I I know everything about this character and I love him more than anything. Exactly. And that's <laughs> also been me with nubs recently, which came out of nowhere. Someone, someone appointed me like the nubs representative at some point. I don't know why <laughs> I'm not saying no to it. I'll, I'll take it. But uh, that came out. I don't feel like that's deserved. There's probably more nubs fans than me. There's probably a lot of toddlers that could deserve that space more than me, but they're just not on Twitter. I, you know, we should just create like an official Nubs fan club and mm-hmm. toddlers are welcome. And <laughs> at, at, our, at our hangouts, we just get all our little Nubs toys and mm-hmm. just like do little lightsaber stuff, you know, like I think that'd be kind of fun and silly. Nubs is a legend and an icon. So, yes, I was very excited to see the the comic this, that preview of, I guess, something yeah. for next year that has Nubs in court. And yeah, like in nubs in court. Nubs in court. Free comic book day comic by, uh, by Daniel. Oh, I think you said so excited. Court. I think you said nubs in court. Like he was like on like jury duty or something. <laughs> well, I'm literally I'm, looking at the picture honestly, right now. Honestly, read- that would be a fascinating story too. Um, I'm really down for that. Um, that'd be really uh, fascinating. But yeah, nubs in court. Q O R T. Nubs committed tax fraud. <laughs> going down imagine imagine being the guy on trial and you're just like oh, oh god who's gonna be the 12th juror and then like out walks nubs and he's just like <laughs> speaking <laughs> his he's just speaking nonsense that you can't understand you're just like oh god I no what a legend. what's gonna happen here he's just like eating the bench <laughs> chewing on it <laughs> yeah anyway. i love nubs i love the jake bartok uh art that he's been drawing for you as well on twitter where the sword just keeps getting bigger and bigger that and was bigger. really good and it's it's such a good meme at this point um very very good meme if i'm remembered for one thing i want it to be that interaction i had with jake he's he's a gem i love him so much uh <laughs> And and I think there's still we had the, we we maxed out the sword sticking out of Starlight Beacon. Um, I think there's more. There's more sword to be had. There's uh, more room. Yeah, Jake's too much of a coward. <laughs> Finish the sword. Hope <laughs> <laughs> you listen to this. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, that's that's why that's why I love this community because we can make the biggest swords known to man. You know, mm-hmm. uh, that's what that's the real magic of Star Wars is. Uh, just the largest sword you could possibly dream of. And I think that's what George <laughs> Lucas was going for when he created Star Wars. He was. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, <laughs> George's influence has been felt for, uh, generations. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah. And that's why we're here today. (laughs) (laughs) That's why we're here today. Star Wars is a beautiful thing. Big swords, uh, but even bigger adventures because we're talking about Star Tours and (laughs) that's my segue. Uh, You're not allowed to bring swords and Star Tours. That's a big rule that they have. No swords. No swords on this ride. Very dangerous. Very pointy. Very sharp. Don't want anybody getting prodded on the ride. Uh, So yeah, we're going to build our own Star Tours adventure. Tommy, I, I want to ask you, like, why do you love Star Tours? Because I know you're a parks goer. Mm-hmm. We talked about the parks quite a bit. You told me that you have, like, a really good, uh, what is it, like, photographic memory of the parks, like, where things are situated. And, like, so I feel like you're kind of a, a veteran of of parks. But specifically Star Tours, what do you love about it? Oh, yeah, no, I've put my blood, sweat, and tears on It's a Small World. I, I drop <laughs> it in the water as I go through. Um, I, I think it's it's... This is, I'm immediately going to, once again, we're out of bit territory here. Um, I I think like Star Tours itself was really like the start of the like theme park immersive experience as we kind of know it today. Like, I'm sure I'm wrong on this, but I feel like it was one of, like it was made in, I think the the early 80s in Disneyland, somewhere around then. And then the late 80s or early 90s in Florida. Um, But it was like the first place where like the second you, enter the building like you're just in parody of star wars at the time you know it's a travel agency but still amazing you see you see the ship you see c3po you see r2d2 um there's just it's sweaty people in there but it's like you're in the world immediately and even though we have had you know 30 years of 30 plus years of like crazy theme park expansion since then like every time you still go into star tours Especially if it's your first time going in there, there's still like that moment of just like, whoa, like the ride already started. Let's go. Here we go. Look at all this stuff I can look at. Um, and as someone who just goes to theme parks a lot, I just really appreciate that like beginning of history where they were just like, we have to go crazy. We have to, George Lucas flew over here. We got to impress him. Like, let's go really hard on this. Um, and even though it makes a lot of people feel really sick afterwards, I'm very appreciative of it. Uh and I, I just like how it just, it feels like such an adventure from like beginning to end. Like the music's always playing. There's always like something to look at. It's just 10 out of 10. I agree. It's, it is, <laughs> yeah. it's honestly magic. Like, uh, yes, you, we have Batu now and the immersion kind of as you walk through Batu and as you go on those rides is something totally different, but there's a certain, um, like I think real specialness to Star Tours and the fact that it kind of does exist in this uh, in this kind of realm between seriousness and parody and it, and it, it's, it's silly, which is, it's, it's kind of got that, that like lighthearted spirit of star Wars that I think is really kind of infused in there and not necessarily like in something like, uh, uh, the resistance ride, which I cannot remember the name of rise of the resistance, um, which is amazing and kind of the greatest thing of all time. Uh, the cannons i don't know but anyway it's separate separate episodes a separate story um but yeah no i it's something that i just have so much fun with every single time i ride it because you don't know what planets you're gonna get necessarily except if unless you figured it out how they do it um and you the crowd is a little bit different every time and it's more fun the more you get into it and it's like nice to have that sense of whimsy when you go on a ride you're like yes this is silly and we are going to be silly with it um and i think that's part of what makes it so fun also because we get to go to some of my favorite planets um so big big news for kashik girl sarah like 
Yeah, and I also think not only like are you transporting to the Star Wars galaxy, but you're also, I guess, just in the terms of the cultural impact of Star Wars. I feel like I every time I step on it, I'm like getting transported back to like the 90s, like into my childhood mm-hmm. when I first went on Star Tours and like remember the first time I saw the big ad at in uh in uh, uh Universal or Hollywood Hollywood Studios. Um, How Universal. Dare you? What am I thinking? What am I <laughs> what is thinking? That trash? Get out of here, fan. Get out of here. Oh my god. Uh, Hollywood studios and like seeing that for the first time and then getting to go on star tours. So I just love that. It still has that vintage appeal to it. Um, the 35th anniversary, I went just, just so, so crazy with the, uh, purchasing of, of 35th merch, uh, and like patches and all the crap. Uh, cause I'm a shill for star tours now, but, uh, I think it's just so cool that they've kept it around too. And, um, even gave Rex a new job in the, in the cantina. Uh, and in Batu and Oga's Cantina. So and speaking of Rex too, RIP to Paul Rubens, who is the voice of Rex. So that was very sad. Yeah, I'm just glad it's still around and I hope they never like try to repurpose it for anything because that would that would be a huge loss. I would I mean I would very happily take the old one back for a little bit. I wish they had like the easily swap. I mean it's screen based rides that they technically could, but they would have to put Rex back into it, which I feel like would not be worth the effort for them. But I would turn one of the star tours vehicles back into the old ride and that would just be amazing mm. 10 out of 10 mm. let's go have one side. Uh, that's i think the one thing yeah exactly that's the one complaint i have is that save a little bit of it they don't gotta turn all they don't even use all of them every day put one of them back to the other one charge us i'll, I'll charge me 300 dollars to ride it i'll save up i have a credit card i'll make it happen <laughs> Honestly, I just need like the Star Tours only ticket. Like get me into the park. Mm-hmm. I'll buy the food, whatever. But I'm literally just going to ride Star Tours for like yeah. 10 hours. I would do it. But I don't know if it's, you know, I can't spend that much time inside uh, touring around to different planets. I do have to get some vitamin D. So, <laughs> Tommy, have you been on any Star Tours rides outside the U.S.? I did Disneyland Paris um, for I went there before Celebration. And I did the Parisian Star Tours, which is very similar to the American one. They don't take you to the Eiffel Tower. Uh, it's basically the same ride, um, which is kind of a bummer. <laughs> so cool. I, I like that they, they have a big X-Wing out front. That's, that's about the main change and a long hallway to get in. Um, they make you earn it. You can't just walk in and be on the ride. You got to go down right. a long hallway and then around a corner. And then I think around another corner. And then you're in Star Wars. Mm. But you Wars. but you were in Parrot. Like, you know, your your takeoff location was different. You were in Paris. Paris. So like different vibes. True. I forget if C3PO <laughs> C3PO did speak French now. I, I, I'm pretty sure. So which is in more that's more in line with his character. He's a very French <laughs> man. Um, so the it did make it more real in my eyes. Mm. But I did end up getting the same four planets I always get, which was kind of a bummer. I thought Paris might switch it up. So the ride's a lot of fun if you really like the sequel planets, but the ones that feel very much like a commercial for the movies, because that's <laughs> what they were initially created for, um, which I'm cool with. I'm fine with them, but I want, I want new planets. <laughs> that's what I'm going. I want to, I want to run someone's pod racer over. It's been years. <laughs> <laughs> We had to earn it when we were there, Sarah. It took us so uh, many attempts. That's why we went eight times because we're like, we well, cannot get Kef beer another time or I will become the Joker. 
the reality is is that we were really going for nine times so three times per day that we were there three separate kind of entries into the park um we didn't get nine times we were kind of up against the last minute there you know 1159 close of the park it's sad we'll do it again next time it'll be fine it'll be cool we'll we'll make up for it we'll ride it nine more times you know um in tokyo hopefully yeah well (laughs) money (laughs) 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 but uh uh I really enjoyed our Naboo get, which did Ooh. take a while. And then uh-huh. we took, a, there were, I think there were a five of us on that, that ride. And we did take a photo afterwards. We were so excited in front of the Naboo poster. Cause it was just, this was the <laughs> Naboo crew. It was very serious for oh, us. Good. Yeah. That was <laughs> we, a good payoff. We yelled a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Confused everyone on board. Um, I'm mean, just I, like, we. <laughs> so like, these people really like this ride. Um, we did. I we did. did. <laughs> I did the Disney after dark or after hours event with my girlfriend a few years ago. And one of the selling points in my brain was, oh, I could just walk on Star Tours over and over again and get every single ride or every single like combination of planets, hopefully. Um, we did it three times, had the exact same combination of every single option this, every time. It just looped it. I was so mad. Oh my um, gosh. But the one highlight was uh, they also gave out free popcorn during the event. Ah. And when we went into our Star Tours vehicle, like, Imagine a lot of popcorn. Now double that and put it on the ground of the Star Tours ride. Oh, it was no. just all, someone just got popcorn, just went like as they were going on the ride. It just shot it everywhere. So as oh, we were on the Star no. Tours ride, there was just like popcorn bouncing around us. It was very funny. Um, highly recommend. Don't do it yourself, but if you happen to stumble upon a popcorn covered Star Tours ride vehicle, get on. It's fun. Don't worry about I it. I mean, that's that's um, pretty cool. You might be one of the only people in the galaxy who's been on the popcorn Star Tours ride. That's a that's a pretty cool claim to fame. Yeah, put it on Wikipedia. I think uh, we got to start <laughs> keeping track of that. <laughs> <laughs> it's important stuff. It's important stuff. <laughs> on that same on that same night, we we did a uh, Tower of Terror, and some girl sat on the ride vehicle with just oh, an no. open thing of popcorn, oh. and the guy was like checking seatbelts, and he like checked her, and then like walked away, and then walked back, and he was like, "You can't bring that on." He <laughs> like he questioned like her whole entire like existence in that moment. He was like, "What are you?" He like grabbed it from her. He's like, no, you can't have an open thing of pop. It goes up and down. And it was very funny. He left with her popcorn. It was great. <laughs> well, that's unfortunate for her, but better for everybody else. They didn't like walk around with like a single kernel of popcorn in their, you know, like hoodie of their, Free popcorn. their jacket or whatever. Free popcorn, but not one you'd want to <laughs> eat. <laughs> anyway, we are here to battle it out and create the best Star Tours ride imaginable. Um, This is a competition. The points do matter. There are assigned points, very specific rules. Um, This is a trivia contest too. So if we don't get every (laughs) single thing right, we are not allowed to ever say the word Star Wars ever again. So the stakes are really high. just kidding of course not um uh that's not our vibe our vibe is like you know we're we're very you know um who's lying around here it's all made up points don't matter we are going to give ourselves six options so this is like a super mega stacked star tours ride this is the real star tour Mm -hmm. you know the star tour to to all star tours Exactly. And so mm-hmm. we are going to come up with planets from various categories. We have High Republic, prequels, original sequels, uh, TV, and then wild card. And we are going to come up with the best possible combination of Star Tours planets. We can only claim a planet once. So if 
one of us says, for instance, um, Tatooine, uh, then none of us can use Tatooine in any of our other categories again. Uh, if a planet appears in more than one category, you know, some planets show up in multiple eras, such as Tatooine. <laughs> it's so funny that we can really use this as an example every time. They should maybe keep <laughs> using it. I think we should keep putting Tatooine in things. We need more really Tatooine. Has there hasn't been enough appeal. Tatooine. Yeah. Right. Um, if it shows up in multiple eras, you can claim it for whatever era you want. It doesn't have to be, you know, with the first thing that you associate it off the head or off the top of your head with. Uh, what, the, what are the other rules? Uh, other, rules other rules is, uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll establish a, a draft order. And um, because I have fantasy football brain rot, uh, we're going to do a snake draft. So, for instance, if the, if the order is it only is, letters that be, or only planets that begin with the letter S? Like we're snakes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So it'll be, so for instance, if the order is Sarah, Brad, Tommy, we would go Sarah, Brad, Tommy, and then Tommy, Brad, Sarah. It's like a snake, you know, it goes like that. It goes like that down uh, the list. Yeah. Right. Snake order, snake order. It's a classic. Right. It's a classic. Uh -huh. uh, and then we're also going to have a bonus question, which uh, Tommy, we came up with this five minutes before we started. So apologies. Um, at the very end, you can choose who you want your pilot to be. So if you have a character, I feel like I might know where you're going to lean, but maybe i'll be surprised maybe we'll both be surprised on who you choose mm. uh but you know maybe you're predictable who knows we'll find out uh so yeah i think that's pretty much it i have a website that i pulled up uh it's just like a draft order random oh, generator he's so serious put, right now i know because <laughs> i I, don't, I didn't know how else to do it um thank thank you google uh very much and i just put our three names in here and i'm gonna click generate draft order right now and uh -oh. the draft order is uh tommy goes first and then it's me and then it's Sarah. So Okay. Okay. But see, this is the benefit, Sarah. Even though you go last, then you I get go to go first. first the next round. That's great. why the draft order, the snake order is is pretty great. So I, I have a I have a question before we start. We have um, an answer. Oh God. Uh when when we're when we're thinking of of the planets that we're going to, in Star Tours, you don't really like go to the planets. You kind of just do like quick chaotic layovers in them. Mm -hmm. Are we implying that like we're stopping there and hanging out or is it just like a fly through like the hijinks are going to happen? See, like what's going on? This is your star tour. Oh, what? so true. Uh, this it gets to be whatever you want it to be. Can we <laughs> also, one more thing. Can we add in, you have to get a transmission from a random character in Star Wars oh, and get to pick who that is? Yes. Yes. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Random and they only have time for one. <laughs> They're busy. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. So we can, so cool. we'll do the first three categories and then we'll do the random uh -huh. transition to break up and then we'll do the next three and then the pilot. Cool. I like that. And the I like random that transition has to be in like lore of what you're talking about. You can't just be like, Ooh. and then Luke oh, comes in and it's okay. like, oh, you're, you're I guess pretty I'm... cute. I'm Luke. Oh, and then he leaves. Like, it has to be in like the lore of what you're doing. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> cool. And another oh one. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Someone has to be hunting you. Because that's what okay. happens in the ride. <laughs> okay. Cool. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think that covers we everything. We can't. We oh. can't just be here for vibes, even if you are setting up for vibes. Because I'm, I am mm -hmm. the target audience of my own star tour. So yes. if you know me, it's like this is about to be incredibly predictable unless you take my planets. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm a little scared. Okay, so we're we're gonna okay. open with the villain that's hunting us. So we'll we'll let's start there. That's a great one. I will also say if you have any fun ideas as we're talking of like, oh, like this should go through the windshield or like you should see this thing on your star tours. Like any like fun tidbits that you want to include. Again, it's your adventure. 
include what you want. Or if you don't have another know anything, one. if you Let's don't have do anything it. besides like, oh, I like Mustafar, that's it. That that can be fine too. <laughs> cool. I, I got one more thing we got to do. Uh, you have yes. to name the eight-year-old child who's your rebel spy. <laughs> Just give him a name. Give give okay. them a name. Okay. Um, name name of eight-year-old eight-year-old child who is Great. the rebel spy. Cool. Or resistance spy. Depends whatever okay. you're doing. I love that. Okay. Hmm. Cool. Oh my okay. gosh. <laughs> who's my villain? All right, hold on. Let me make sure I got the rules. Uh, okay. <laughs> the time periods don't matter since we're going anywhere, so you can pick your villain if whoever. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, my my villain is Jabba the Hutt, but in the deleted scene where he's just the guy. <laughs> so he just comes out. Everyone's kind of like, who's this guy? And then, and then he's like, it's me, Java. I think he spoke English in the deleted scene. Um, right. And then, and then everyone goes, Oh, and, Hey bud. Um, and then he starts throwing milk at you. I don't know what his character would do. He's, he's kind of slimy. Like milk. Yeah. And it splatters on the screen, and then the windshield wipers comes and wipe it off. Is um, that like the the green milk that's in like his little thing next to his throne, where the little uh, yeah. creatures in? There you go. Like that's his that's yeah, his yeah. milk. We're putting together plot. He always, yeah, he always has a refillable Stanley cup of green milk next to him that uh, Bib Fortuna, who isn't Bib Fortuna because it's in the deleted scene. He's just some guy again. Um, it could be a George Lucas cameo. George Lucas was originally going to cameo as Bib Fortuna, and he he feeds green milk to Jabba, who is a human. Right. Brad, are you writing this down? Is that real? <laughs> is that actual Star Wars fact right there? That's yeah, sure. Who cares? I don't care. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's canon. We can make it canon. I think anything yeah. can be canon here today. That's I'll tell Wikipedia. Part. I'll tweet that out Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm friends with him. It's hey, Wikipedia, be cool I think you forgot something on your, your Job of the Hut page. Here, let me send you, you a didn't very mention, long You didn't email. mention George Feeds Milk. <laughs> George, Don't forget George Feeds Milk. All right, Brad. All right, uh, okay, which, so uh, Tommy which, Tommy uh-huh. has selected Job of the Hut, specifically the special edition Job of the, the Hut. No, not the special or edition. The, the non, deleted scene. The deleted the special, special edition Job yeah. of the Hut is a crime against humanity. That's the, right. that's the super CGI'd one. We don't like that one. Correct. The guy behind the scene, the man behind the curtain, Job of the Hut. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. I like that specification there. That can is you, that's fantastic. Can you change it to Jabba the guy? Jabba the guy. Yes. Yeah, that's Jabba the, the official guy. name from. Okay. Cool. Yeah. All right. Right. Who's your villain? Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> great start. Um, great start. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make my villain just for the sake of recency bias. Uh, Marshawn Rowe. Marshawn Rowe is gonna be my mm. villain. And mm. um, how spread how spread are his legs when he approaches the ride vehicle? He's very spread. So like when the ride <laughs> opens and he like floats up uh-huh. on the little platform thing with all of his uh-huh. Nile behind him in the hangar bay, uh-huh. he's like literally he's like that photo that that AI photo that that person drew the other day where the girl has the sword and her like legs are totally not at all uh-huh. what a human like should look like. That's uh-huh. how that's how spread apart Marshawn Marshawn Rose legs are. I don't know if I anybody understands simply that. Simply not commenting on this. Uh, but I, I, that's the I, I like only to, way I could describe it. You remember in like, like if old, you took a like, Barbie doll and just went like that with its legs, that's that's the man spread. Do you know like in those I don't know I don't know why my brain knows this maybe it's not a universal thing to know but like in like trailers for like 3D movies or maybe I just know it from like 3D theme park things where they always show like like for filler magic and magic kingdom that Ariel like reaching out for part of your world and all the kids are like trying to grab like the diamonds and stuff it's that but when marching row comes out with his legs spread all everyone in the ride vehicle is like oh my god like grabbing on the screen <laughs> like we'll get him we'll get him <laughs> y- yikes um our fellow marshall hose on the ride <laughs> we're like oh wow. god 
Okay. That's the after dark version of Star Tours. All the kids have gone home. This is just for the adults. This is, this is a wild start. I feel like I, I don't know. I think I'm winning so far. Um, I haven't even named my villain, but, uh, my villain is going to be the, um, incredibly popular and, um, universal ITO. Ito. Um, now this is a very, very specific because this is um, chapter 18, Shadow Fall by Alexander Freed. Um, I think about this a lot uh, and it traumatized me. Anyway, he is, uh, he was a therapy <laughs> droid until he wasn't. And sorry for spoilers. Um, and <laughs> he's a torture. Major. He is a, uh, an imperial torture droid, uh, and he's really nice until he's not. And I think that that is the vibe we're gonna go for. So like, you think you're going like on a nice fun time, but uh, Ito puts on his bad cop face, and then he's trying to torture you. Does he like so. come up to the screen and he's like, how do you feel about that? Just kidding. I don't care how you feel. Boom, boom, boom. That's, and he starts like yeah, shooting you. It's like kind of the vibe and like, is it torture instruments? Mm. You know, the whole yeah. thing. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. It's not about him. It's not about him though. You know, like I just, he's there, but like this star tour is about me and it's not about him. So gotcha. <laughs> maybe cause it's like, everyone's on vacation. He starts kind of like bringing up family drama. Like, it's like, Oh, <laughs> your dad's getting a little gaslighty on this trip or like, Ooh, <laughs> Susan slept in this morning and made everyone late for the reservation. Right. That's, that's crazy that that happened. And then, and then he, and then he stabs you with a needle. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's kind of the, at least when you're so. expecting it. Okay, so we have ITO. Uh, so we have Jabba the Guy, Marshawn Rowe, very spread. Um, and ITO as our villains. Okay, Sarah, you have to go next. You get to pick a High Republic planet because we are going in order of the eras. And I'm very afraid right now for this moment. Very, right. very, very afraid. If you well, take I mine, a, I'm, I'm I don't leaving want, the call. Yeah, I'm immediately leaving that's, the call if you take That's mine. how I was feeling currently. Yeah. Okay, well, if I have to end this podcast by myself, so be it. Um, but all roads lead somewhere and they lead to Dolna. No. And that's where oh. it's going to go. Because oh, okay. the reality is, is that I have to get back at the bet that I lost, which I recognize that I lost the bet and I'm fine to take the losing side. But I have to make up for it. And that is that my planet is Dolna. Dolna is a very nice, chill planet until it's not. That's kind of the vibe we're going for here. Are we, are we battling? Are we like diving in through the battle between the path of the open hand and the Jedi. Maybe, maybe we're just here on a farming day, you know? Hey, we're, we're white people on vacation. We ignore the <laughs> stuff going on there all the time. <laughs> we're going to drink a margarita and leave. It's all good. Right. <laughs> Yikes. Ooh, wow. The truth really just th- hit there. Um, yeah. Yeah. So is Did it a good cut? day? Is it a bad day on Dalma? We don't know. Um, depends on how the path is feeling about the state of their existence uh, mm. and how they feel about the Jedi, you know? Um, well, shifts and change. That's a great choice. Then, that's it. Yeah. That's it's Dalma. Oh my gosh. I, I feel very relieved right now because I thought you were going to take mine. Um, my choice uh as it may come to no surprise to anybody and it might be a basic choice by by my standards i am choosing planet x um the leveler home world i hope that wasn't tommy is or else he's gonna drop no 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 i'm so so more predictable he's still in the call so i think we're okay so we're good yeah we're we're good we're good um i'm choosing planet x because uh while all all roads may lead to dalna i think all roads do lead to planet x as well because that's where we got to go back to baby uh in phase three so uh i do Love my levelers, my nameless. And um, specifically, I want like a cool sequence where you're like flying through the caves, but also there's a part where a leveler egg 
cracks the windshield of the Star Ooh. Tours ride and then literally hatches and a leveler Ooh. comes out at you at the audience and is like with the little like, you know, feeler things that it has on its face. Um, and it's very, very scary. It eats a child. That's just great. Eats a child. Eats, eats a, chi- eats a uh, CGI <laughs> yeah. child that's sitting next to you. Like the child just, just yeah, it's then, like a 3D <laughs> effect. I wonder whether there's a 3D kid next to you this whole time. It's <laughs> augmented reality kid 4D, next to you on the ride. 4D and then like you like you feel the, the dusty crumbles, you know? Ooh. <laughs> oh, they, they used to have a ride in Disney where it, it was uh, extra terrestrial in Tomorrowland. And at one point in the ride, it's, I don't want to go over explain it. So it's, it's an interesting ride. Me explaining it. It's so boring. Um, an alien gets teleported into a circular theater. It breaks out of the teleporter. It's supposed to be really scary. Michael Eisner created it because his son, I think his name's son's Brett or something. Brett Eisner was like, dad, this place is so boring. We need to kill employees during the day so <gasps> yeah, yeah the alien escapes <laughs> it goes up into the rafters and then there's like video footage of um of of a of an employee trying to find the alien up in the rafters it's like his like his like police cam um and then the alien gets him and the whole theater gets sprayed with water as if it's the guy's blood covering everyone in the theater Beautiful. Oh my this, is God. this is in disney world in um, disney is that yeah, i say all sense? that but is that the Lilo and Stitch ride that I? <laughs> it is the Lilo and Stitch ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now, now he burps on you. Well, now it's nothing. It's closed down. But um, I hated that ride. Fun fact. <laughs> it's, it's very smelly. Um, so yeah, th- th- I say all that to say when right. you go to Planet X, someone just one of the employees comes in and just covers everyone in sand and dust. Oh, <laughs> spray yeah. you. Yeah. And they vacuum it up this. later. Yeah. I love this. I love this. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's my choice. Tommy, what do you think of for High Republic? Vint. I don't think we've like oh. ever really gone there, but I'm going to go to Geo's planet and chill with him. <laughs> you know, I just, I just double checked it. We have not gone there. We're, we're good. We're good. We have no idea what it's really like. Um, it's probably amazing. And they, I'm going to see a concert there. Get it? Oh, okay. So this is like a stop. A, this is a stop planet, not a drive-by sort of planet. We're, yeah, we're no, chilling we're for stop. a little bit. Yeah. 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 I think. And then um, I don't know what else you do there besides be next Hang. to a rock. Hang out. Yeah. I assume they party. They probably oh. party. Geo's a party man. Geo so. does, yeah. So I would assume he can't be the only one. Maybe they're all sunbathing and they got like the little, Ooh. you know, thing folded out mm. on them and they're they just all, like they all sit in, shun on them. They all sit in rivers to lose weight. <laughs> that's a they're that's just, a water irrigation just, joke. They're just sitting <laughs> there. Over time get uh right, right, right. slowly Absolutely. filed down. Yes. Yep. From the salts yeah. in the water. Whoever the pilot is, I would have to make a joke about like, let's see what these beings have to say. And there's just like a very quiet moment on the ride where like nothing's happening. <laughs> and all of the, all the casual Star Wars fans who don't read the books are just like, what the hell is going on? Mm-hmm. <laughs> all the houses great. are made out of flesh. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's the natural conclusion oh, of that, man. right? Because I was thinking like Flintstone houses, but that'd be the people. <laughs> right. The people right. would be the houses. Pretty, pretty dark lore, uh, vent lore for Claudia Gray to drop on us. <laughs> Got a DM, Claudia. <laughs> like flesh houses, Claudia. Claudia, please answer me. I think I'm on the something here. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm so excited beautiful. for Vent. I didn't even look at the prequel era planets. Hold on. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, we're on to the prequels. Yeah. Coruscant's too easy. Um, I mean, like, can can one of you have have any of you played the pod racing video game? Because like yes. I want. I want to see You're a talking pod like the race. N64 one. Yeah, I want to see a pod race, but I don't want to do Tatooine. Mm. Cause like been there, 
done that, but no, I got I got to give a real answer. Probably I think Malastare has pod racing, right? Probably. That <laughs> showed up somewhere. Canon. Oh, uh, <laughs> where's Montal Ben Quadraneros be from? Fun. His home planet. Do you think Dathomir likes to party? I I think so. I would I would say that. I have no doubts actually. <laughs> I feel like, like their hotels I, look like it's like it's like a it's like an underground party scene. The vibe mm. is a little serious, I think, on Dathomir, but like the underground That's party fair. scene is pretty good. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I think I'm gonna go with Lafal. Lothal? Lothal. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Valid. Yeah. I'm gonna go with that. Yeah. Does that count as prequel era? It counts yeah. as whatever era you wanted to count. For. It was there. It's, it's in the middle. The trail was there and it was better probably during the prequel era, right? That's right. You got bad during the trilogy um cool i'm gonna go lethal uh hang out with the cats mm. i'm gonna i'm gonna smuggle a cat that's yeah no this is the plan i'm gonna i'm gonna take a lethal cat um a loth cat um, i love it yeah and i'm gonna name it job of the guy <laughs> i'm gonna hard. name it rose spread you're named after the guy chasing us job of the guy that's when they can really do some good uh synergy machining or uh Mm -hmm. yeah synergy machining for the disney parks because they can bring on the loth cat from galaxy's edge you can just like Mm -hmm. smuggle him onto the transport Mm. oh that's good that way you see like a loth cat with you after the after you leave um yeah that's really good or if we name him rose spread we say like Son, you were named after the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hey Brad, what's your pick? <laughs> what have I done? What have I done? Uh, see, okay. I, ha- I have a choice that I want. I feel like there's two options here where I could really make Sarah upset and I'm trying to figure out which one it is. Like, where do I, which button do I need to push? Um, and I think this is the one. I'm going to choose Utapau because... Mm-hmm. I was that was I close? Was I okay? That's I think fine. I, I think I pushed the right button. Was, uh, was that it? This one, this one's purely for the meme, and also it's a great choice because mm. you can like go down and like the canyons, and it's. I would choose. This is like a drive-by sequence during the Revenge of the Sith scene, and you get like you know Boga chasing General Grievous, and you're like flying alongside them, <laughs> and Boga, you just hear Boga. Yeah, you get that effect. <laughs> Boga is like yapping, yapping in your ears, and uh, it's all great. And you see some clones and stuff, so I think that would be really cool. That's a lot of you want, a lot of untapped Utapau in our in our Star Wars galaxy. Would you want to go to see General Grievous's burnt body? <laughs> yeah, cool. yeah, I think so. I think that's where we could end, and then like we could see them at the beginning, and then we go do our own thing, and then we end to see like, oh, that's where they ended up, and then you just hear Obi Wan say, "So uncivilized," and then you fly away. Mm. Mm. Yeah, he, he kind of lingers there. He's kind of like, yeah. I did that. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. That's cool. Um, so no hurt feelings. It's fine. It's not like Utapau is <laughs> like on my list at all. Um, as an Utapau fan, uh Tian Medin, legend, king, um, love you. Uh I will have to pivot a little bit, but that's okay. I'm unfazed. I'm flexible. I've got options. I love the prequel planets. Um, and we are going to go with one of my favorites uh, behind me, which is covered by my face. Um, I have a Wookiee shrine. So we're going to Kashyyyk. Now, Kashyyyk is a very notable Star Tours planet. And here's where I'm going to give Star Tours props. We're not changing a goddamn thing. We're Ooh. just going to go to that battle. We're going to have fun. Hit we're going to hang Wookie. out. In the, we're going <laughs> to. 
<laughs> we're going to change a man's life. <laughs> Hit him with our car. <laughs> I, I really just, um, you know, battle between Battlefront and Revenge of the Sith. The Wookiees are legends, are icons. That Kashyyyk sequence is excellent. Um, no notes. If, you know, if, again, lots of things are going on in these planets. They've got good days. They've got bad days. I think... I think like if we're not going to go with the original sequence, hanging out with a Wookiee um, with the Wookiees on life day, I think that'd be great. We're celebrating a holiday together. This is a star tour. It's a vacation. Um, and that would be a stop. Um, otherwise, um, if they're in the midst of battle, it would not be a stop. It would be like a, oh my gosh, how did we get here situation? Um, so yeah, but Kashyyyk, she's a legend. She's an icon. We love her. Uh, here's my Wookiee shrine. We would need like <laughs> Wookiees to like open the doors on the Star Tour stores ride and start mm. bringing in red robes for everybody and like be like, here's your and life day the robe. the song is playing and, for, for yeah. life day. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Why aren't there any Wookiees in Galaxy's Edge, by the way? I don't understand that. How are we not they, done they a Wookiee yet? Yeah. It makes no sense. I mean, Chewbacca's there, but he. Oh, that's right. He's, but he's just one guy. He's just one guy and he's not yeah. even my favorite bunch. Wookiee. No we offense more to Chewbacca, NPCs. but he's. Not my in, favorite uh, Galaxy's Edge. Like more. I want Lumpy just sprinting cool. around. <laughs> just always in a full sprint. Yeah. <laughs> just smacking <laughs> things with a, a like mm. a tool constantly. You gotta like, and then raise like, why did like you break by? it, Lumpy? <laughs> Where's my dad? Uh, <laughs> I, I, I might not exist. It hasn't been confirmed. Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think we should, I mean, the time period on Galaxy's Edge clearly doesn't matter anymore. Uh, no, it's on that another time. Don't, don't jinx but, it. <laughs> um, yeah, I think we should just throw Kersantan in there and Tarful because those are my favorite Wookiees. So, mm. yep. They should do Wookie Wednesday. Every Wednesday, you just get a bunch of Wookiees Ooh. in the park everywhere. Pretty like, dope. not even just Galaxy's Edge, just like everywhere. Like, yeah, Animal that's Kingdom. Super, that's super legendary. Of you to say. Yeah. You're just like, and did think, you find your Wookiee today? And you know? I just want to let Disney Parks employees know that, like, I give you permission to take my ideas and to take Brad's ideas. I'm, t- I'm speaking for him. This is our podcast. It's 50, 50. I can say whatever I want. Um, true. so yeah, yeah, yeah. Take Brad's ideas and make it happen. I'll be there every Wednesday. Really just- hairy people are <laughs> get half price tickets. <laughs> Disney. It's all yours. We're, we're just, we're just giving you ideas today. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Oh, it's me again. So, yeah. Sarah, you went with the classic. I appreciate that. Um, your transmission now. So you're, oh, you're, you've done your three planets, to, transmission incoming. Oh. Who, yeah, this is where the lore comes in, as Tommy said. So we got to really yes. Ooh. remember what here. you've been. You're, I mean, to be honest, Sarah, your, your Star Tours has been pretty lore less. Um, <laughs> okay, you haven't, you. you haven't played in the space as much as me and Brad with our, with uh, our weird little guys. And gotcha. thank you. I think That's this so is where you can say, yeah, yeah, no, I, I'm being a real jerk about this. Uh, and I think we can really redeem your star tours experience with this mm. transmission mm. Uh, i think go hard go silly you're on vacation have fun with it no uh, and i'm sorry i did this whole spiel i feel like a jerk right now <laughs> so be yourself <laughs> have fun out there <laughs> anyway you're slacking and i really think you should pick up the ball um and uh, you know <laughs> yikes this is embarrassing for you sarah no, it's um, good it's good now here's the deal uh I don't have thoughts that happen in my brain, which means that I have not thought about this so far. You know, High Republic, 
uh, prequels. These are completely different time periods, completely different people. If we're doing the transmission, that, that might make me want to think ahead to what planets I'm going to pick here. But now that I have the first pick, I'm going to have the last original trilogy pick. So it's, it's, it's complicated. But my pick for the transmission, they're going to send us on a new mission. They're going to take us somewhere else. Now, this is a star tour for Sarah. And so our, um, our transmission is going to be from none other than the queen herself, love of my life, Rose Tico. Okay. Okay. Why not? You know, and she's going to be like, Hey guys, I see that you've been enjoying life day. That's awesome. I love life day too, but we've kind of got some stuff going on in other parts of the galaxy that we need your attention to because you are smart and awesome and cool. And I want to be your bestie. And (laughs) so that's going to bring us uh, to other places, but I don't want to, you know, jump the gun and, and tell you what those are so you can take my planets. I love a good star tours transmission turned Kelly Marie Tran positive affirmation moment. I love that. I'm I'm all for it. Yeah. Yeah. You just you just say where do you want to go, Rose? <laughs> We're going wherever you want. Rose, this is about you, girly. Let's it's about go. You, girl. <laughs> she's she's the love of my life. I really do love her. So <laughs> I'm gonna go with the classic here and I'll I'll explain why. I'm gonna choose Yoda for my transmission because Lame. so it has been a little chaotic. You know, we've gone, we've seen Martian Rowe with his, his legs spread very, very wide. That makes you rethink the Did laws you of see physics. Those legs? <laughs> Physics just don't exist in Star Wars anymore. Bombs don't drop. Legs don't spread that wide. I don't know. Um, okay. We went to Planet X. Very scary. Utapau was pretty scary. We saw a burnt corpse there uh, in the form of General Grievous. So we're like, Yoda, we your need your help, Yoda. Is, please. I am not, Brad, I am not signing up for your trip. We're, we've gone to the, <laughs> like, I don't want to go. Yoda, help us. And then Yoda's transmission is just. And he says no. Help you don't need. You are fine. <laughs> And he's just like, yeah, you, you just deal with it. And we're all like, no, we need your help. Look, it's obvious. The signs are right in front of you. And Yoda's like, no, fine it is. Think I must. And then he, he works like, oh, for the travel agency. Yeah. He really doesn't want a bad review. He's like, no, it's, yeah. it's great. You got a really good deal on this. You're like, Please. Yoda, I need to change my ticket right now. He's like, mm, $400 change fee. I will yeah. charge you. And you're just like, come on, guy. Yeah. And, and, and when the world needs him most, he'll vanish. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. So that that's my lore. That's my lore. Tommy, you made right. me think of the lore. That's where I'm going with. Imagine if Yoda did a timeshare presentation. <laughs> oh, just, oh, you know, that would that would get me. And then oh, you don't God. even know if you're saying yes or no to it by the end of it. Because like, yeah. what's right. he even saying, you know? Right, right, right. You know, the worst part about all this is he will delete any record of the Star Tours ride after the Star Tours ride is over. So he can't be sued. That's, that's right. the Right, and, and then you know if it's not in yeah. the Jedi archive, then it certainly doesn't exist. Does not exist. Yep. Right. And then if you go if you go to his office, like, hey, where's Yoda? He's like, I don't know who that is. And then he hits you with a stick because he does that little bit that he likes to do. He's like, right. I don't know who it is. I'm not Yoda. I'm just right. a guy and who lives here. Yeah. And he'll mustache. also like and, and he'll like, be like coming off. Yeah, but like I but like I have a complaint about this, and he'll be like, figure it out. Yeah. Think about it. I, Work on it on your own and come back. So true. Tell me, who are you picking for your transmission? So my, this is where we're gonna, this is where we get, this is where I really use my master's degree in creative writing. Okay. So my transmission is going to be uh job of the hut, but oh. it's, it's the job that we all know and love. But the problem is, is that he's between space time. 
um, <laughs> he comes on the transmission and he's saying, hey, I'm at risk of not existing. Did mm. you see that guy from the beginning? Uh, he, oh, he's, he's threatening my existence. It's like kind of like a Marty McFly kind of situation. Like you mm. have to go and murder him so <laughs> I can exist and the Star War can happen. Um, right. Because in this world, we only know about the original trilogy at this point now. We don't even know about the prequels. So we're like, oh God, like that first movie was pretty good. We got to make sure the other two happen. I heard the fifth one's going to be pretty crazy. Um, so what we have to do is go and murder Jabba the guy <laughs> so Jabba the Hutt can exist in the timeline. And then Star Wars happens. So it's kind of the ultimate Star Tours experience because in a sense, you are killing a man to create the franchise <laughs> that you love so much. Um, wow. Well, not yeah. only would Jabba the guy or Jabba the Hutt disappear, but all the riders would disappear as well. Because if there's no Star Tours, Star Wars, there's no Star Tours. So all the like, do all of the riders just like fall to the ground mm. because it just disappears? We all we all become huts <laughs> if we don't do it, and no one wants to be a hut. That's the real threat. You're super real for saying that. Yeah. Yeah. This is giving me like really big like Loki time slipping vibes. Like Jabba's like mm -hmm. time slipping. He's like, I gotta help, and he just like disappears. You know, like Loki just like it's you know yeah no people don't know this that. but in star wars <clears throat> canon um huts <clears throat> and humans are two sides of a coin ah. so if anything happens to affect the time stream uh everyone is a human becomes a hut and every hut becomes a human <laughs> and that's what happened with the original job of the hut character um hmm. so after the initial movie came out the time stream was affected um probably because of toy sales i don't know but yeah. that changed everything and now we got job of the hut as a little as a big as a big blubbery freak um, and that's the freak that gives me the transmission is, is to sum that up. Um, so to, to, to take Brad's role here and jump into my next spot. Sorry, Brad, I'm, I'm, I'm the host now. Um, <laughs> we have to go to Tatooine to kill mm, the initial guy. We're going perfect. back to the start. I'm not um, going on yours either. If I have to go to the sand planet guys, I'm only really paying it for a ticket for my tours. So we're, so. we're saving star Wars on mine. So I'm just like here for vibes guys. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I, I had to finish my, my story. So um, on Tatooine, uh, we go and we do see a pod race because I was I promised myself that I would see one. Um, right. And at the end, Jabba the Hutt, Jabba the guy is in his little uh, view thing at the top, whatever, like the little balcony that he has with, that they had in the movie. And um, you shoot him in the head. Uh, you just, you get out, they give you a bazooka. Uh, <laughs> they give you a real gun. It's not even a blaster. They give you a real oh, gun. They say, okay. there he is. Fix get this. Him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And and one, one on the screen, one child comes up. Here you oh, go. <laughs> it just says instead of saying Rebel Spy, it just says hero. And you give that kid a gun and he kills a man on vacation. Um and then everyone else waits inside. You hear the gunshot. He comes back this, on. Guys. He comes back onto the onto the star speeder. Changed. He's a new person now. He's been changed by this moment. Um, he gives the gun back to the pilot and he sits oh, down. Um, no. and then the whole thing is just quiet as you take off again. I don't, I don't. It's very quiet until the very awkward jump to hyperspace. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> I don't feel good about this one. I don't, I don't feel good about this one. I'll be real with you. Oh, we just oh, saved, God. we just saved Star Wars. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I really I don't love, know. I love how committed we are to our lore here. This is, this is wild. You gotta um, commit to the lore. Yeah. Wow. <sighs> like Sarah's got the really wholesome journey. I've got you the really like do. really chaotic Yoda help us. No thanks moment. And then like uh -huh. 
Tommy's on a journey to like save the multiverse and Star Wars and make sure that make sure that we all don't become huts. I'm truly just here for vibes. So I'm on another level. I don't know. Yeah, (laughs) but like there's three distinct themes at least. So like that that we're all like differentiating Mm -hmm. it quite a bit here. I'm here to make money. Uh, You know, I think people are gonna go for the vibes. Like visit your favorite Star Wars planet. Visit Sarah's favorite Star Wars planet. I mean, who doesn't want to do that? Get complimented by Rose. (laughs) Exactly. Think about it. These are these are exactly this is exactly what I want in life. I don't need anything else. Anyway, Brad, I think you have an original tra- pull it trilogy. Planet yeah, to, I'm to need claim. to pull it together. I need to pull yeah. it together here. He's not I, doing well, I'm guys. Die not of doing well. <laughs> Speaking of murder, um, uh, I am going to go just on the the chaos train. We're going to Jeddah, um, and we're going Ooh. to Jeddah, and we're like, wow, I guess a nice desert planet. This is kind of a nice change of pace. I mean, I guess we were just on Utapau, but like this is kind of like more of a desert planet. Like a lot of like what a beautiful day colors in yours. <laughs> a beautiful day on Jetta. Oh, why is it so dark all of a sudden? Oh, look, oh. the sky. There's an eclipse happening. What is that? And then That's boom, nice. Death Star, single fire mm. ignition, shit mm. starts hitting the fan. You are flying through on your Star Tours ride, like Cassie and Andor and K2, trying to escape. Things are going down. You hear vaguely in the distance, everybody save the dream. And you're like, who the hell is that? Who is that guy? Um, you don't know who it is, but you know he's dead. And uh, you got to clear out his there. throat. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's 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 my that's my next stop. That's my gotcha. next stop. And and just to make it clear, everyone survives in this situation. Not everybody the people does on survive. Everyone on yeah. the Star Tours. Okay, good. You could good have a really know. dramatic moment, like another dust moment where like the dwarf uh-huh. like dust flies again. open because yeah. it's a, like kind of like a tornado and like a guest just gets sucked out the door Ooh. so so brad's <laughs> is a 40 adventure that includes a lot of dust which is really appealing so to the viewer because everybody loves you know <clears throat> sand everybody huge <clears throat> fans you know yeah yeah uh brad i, I see your jetta and i raise you better jetta um <laughs> you land on the beach where cassian and um Oh God! What's her name? That better Jetta Jin. <laughs> Jin, I forget. I was like Jared. You and Cassian and Jin are on the beach and they're hugging, and then they see you and they say, "Wait, help us! Let us on!" And the doors are jammed. Oh no! So you watch as they are banging on the window, saying, "Let us in! Let us in! Let us in!" <laughs> Guys, bright light, darkness. You're just um, floating in space now. And anyways, who's jamming the doors? It's Tony Gilroy in the back messing with the wires. It's like when you plot. Um, anyway, back to the vibes tour um uh-uh. that I find myself on. Yeah, we're talking murder. We're talking um single fire ignition from the Death Star. I'm talking the beautiful mountains of Alderaan. Wow. Everything is fine. No when? Death Star. Around. When are we on Alderaan? <laughs> Much prior okay, to fair. the Death Star. No, there's not even a Death Star in anybody's mind. We don't have to worry about a Death Star. We're here to see maybe Leia do her trials. Maybe uh, we're going to go visit the beautiful mountains and views. Maybe we attend a nice dinner with the Organas. Again, no Death Star thoughts <laughs> are allowed. Now, I have a question. Do you, are you going, this is a simple answer to this and I I think you're going to say it. Um, Do you, do you have the knowledge of Star Wars when you're on Alderaan? Like, do um, you you know you're on the doomed planet Alderaan? 
you like see like a family walk by no, and they're like happy to be existing. You're talking about <laughs> no, stop. You're, okay. you're talking about um we have to time slip in in uh, we have to kill the guy in order to save in order to create the Star oh. War. I'm just saying we exist out of time. Gotcha, we, gotcha, we, gotcha. The time we don't have to worry about the timeline. We're just here for the vibes. And the mm. vibes are like maybe a nice dinner on Alteron. Maybe mm. like some hiking. Maybe but like isn't, an- isn't there a part of you that wishes you could save them? Like that you had the knowledge we that they were doomed. Out of time. But, I'm not here there, for villainy. Isn't there a part of you that wishes you could save them? That I you mean, just run through the streets saying, get off the planet, get off the planet. While you still can. We you exist could be a hero. out of time. See, this is all I'm saying. <laughs> Um, this what is Rose all I'm wanted. saying. <laughs> Rose would have wanted. Well, here we go. We have a sequel planet to get to the plot be plotting. Okay. This is where we're heading. And that is another just beautiful location vibes, excellence, beauty, Octo. Um, that's where we're headed. We're headed to Octo for the vibes and the beauty, but also, uh, to become, incredible masters of the lightsaber we're gonna become jedi we're gonna actually actually we're not all gonna become jedi you get to pick your own path you're not forced into jedihood because as a woman i don't know i just feel a lot of feelings about the way that like women have to be associated with the force in order to have power in the star wars universe in and you know anyway that's just like a feeling that i have that that makes me feel conflicted about things love the jedi but also <laughs> screw the Jedi. <laughs> Lots of thoughts. <laughs> um, so like, if you want to train to be a Jedi, you can train to be a Jedi. Otherwise you learn other skills, maybe some like Taekwondo, you know, maybe some other useful skills, blaster skills um, that would help you in your battle. Um, we're not battling anything. We're just um, training here. <laughs> Again, the, the, the stakes so far are kind of low. Ido, he's sometimes a therapy droid. He's sometimes a torture droid. He cu- he pops up every once in a while. We don't want to hang out with him. Basically, we've realized his bad side. We're not going to hang out with him. Um, Rose, we're just going to be besties with her because we're all like training together and we're hanging out. We get to go visit some beautiful places. We get to spend a holiday. Like I just think the vibes are good. The Dalna situation, the vibes were bad, but we had to we had to have a little action somewhere. Um, with the um, Marta Rowe, thanks for nothing. Um, so yeah. This is where the poppy plotting, hey, we need you to come and train with the resistance and with the rebels. And we exist out of time. So all of your faves are there from all the eras. Because why not? <laughs> Thank you. I love that. I love that. Um, wow. I will say I'm not going to lean towards Exegol or Kefbeer because enough of that. Uh, I've, you I've you had that combination add, one too many times. Sexagol to you. <laughs> Sexagol. Sexagol. We go to Exegol and it's just all the Sith cultists doing their thing, creating babies. Anyways. Um, yeah, we don't, we don't want to go there. We don't want to go to sexical. How are they reproducing is my question still. I need to know what is going on. Um, <clears throat> edit that out. <laughs> Add it in. No, no sexical on this trip. Uh, we are going to go, you know, I was going to go one way and I might try to save that for later, hoping it doesn't get taken. I was going to do a little bit I'm of a take little, it. little bending little bit. Oh, you want to challenge me here? Cause you're gonna be really upset. Okay. You sure about that? You sure you want me to do this? <laughs> no, no. Okay, don't. okay. Uh, you know I'm gonna I do it. I'm gonna do it. I really no, don't. You no, know, I'm gonna do it. This no. might be the one. This might be the one. Don't, um, don't I do can it. save this other sequel planet for maybe wild card. Don't, um, don't do it. Related to the sequel era, don't the, do it. My, the wonderful show of Star Wars Resistance. Don't fuck you. <laughs> You know, how, speaking of the lore how, of this trip, Tommy, dare Tommy, you. we how, you challenged me. You challenged how me. How about the lore? Dare yeah, no. you? 
We started out the journey so freaking thirsty for Marciano Rowe and we're like so mm. thirsty, dying of thirst. And we are like, oh my God, we are quite literally parched this long into the journey. We've been to like Planet X, you know, got dusted, just, very dusty. There's a lot of dust. We went to Utapau. Utapau's got a very so dry climate. Right uh-huh. <laughs> you Jetta. know I'm here for the vibes and this is a great vibes planet and you are just <laughs> taking that from me. Jeddah is not only a, it's a very dry planet. It's a very destroyed mm-hmm. planet now. Um, so we got to make our way. We got to make our way over to Castellon so that Boo, we tomato, can... <laughs> tomato. Although it does not appear in the sequel trilogy appears adjacent to the sequel trilogy in the sequel trilogy era uh, as Star Wars Resistance does take place alongside Force Awakens and Last Jedi. Um, Literal. We're going there. We're going to crash in the water. We're going to like, you know, take out our. Uh, I always always wanted to go down like one of those fun like plane slides, um, not like the actual like disaster of a plane crash. I just want to go down one. Um, so we, we and, and when you're like, on a plane, you can ask them to go down the slide when you get off. No, don't <laughs> yeah, do I'm it. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna I'm Wait, going no, on a trip before, in a couple of weeks. Yeah, 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 I'm gonna ask can them I go in down a couple the weeks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we're gonna have one of those. We're gonna like sit with Bebo's mom. She's gonna come out. We're gonna have like a little, little like fun play date. Um, where we're all just suck. like hanging out with the Bebos. And uh, we're going to drink a lot of water while we're here because we're just like, it's been a while mm-hmm. since Martian. So we've seen Martian. Let's make sure we are hydrated, take our pee breaks because no more pee breaks until the end of the ride. And we can also stop at the Colossus. The Colossus is there too. Why not? Um, we'll go see Anzi. We'll go to her bar. This is a really like, we needed to stop and like sit in the moment here because we've been through the ringer uh, this far on our journey. So that that's that's my stop. Wow. Yeah. that's fine sorry sir that's fine. i know you know i wasn't i was i was gonna do a different planet and then you you kind of like you're like i'll take it and i was like you know what? i'll take it then and i knew it was gonna be a castle long, we so. aren't friends anymore this yeah. is just alone in the force starring brad <laughs> have fun doing episodes by yourself sure yeah tommy yeah sequel planet what are you thinking uh, so i was gonna do um oh god what is it can cantonica is that how you pronounce it Cantonica. Yeah. Mm-hmm. i was gonna do that because Casino, Fives. all that jazz. Yeah. But I know, I know Rose wouldn't want me to do that. And we're all about whatever Rose wants to do. Um, so I'm thinking, I think it's pronounced Takadana. Takadana? Takadana. Takadana. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because in the lore, um, what happened was <laughs> the kid from our ship, um, he cowered. He couldn't do it. Uh, he shot to he shot to the sky like Hamilton. Oh no. Um, yeah. So we found out on the way back. He, st- he just starts crying. He says, guys, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Um, and we're all oh, like, oh, no. the time stream, kid, you've doomed us all. And he's crying. Ah. And we're like, that kid's staying. We put him in the corner. So then we all start to hatch a plan. We say, where does Jabba the guy hide out? And mm. we think, who would know but Maz, Kan- Maz Kanata would know. Mm. So we got to go visit her castle. Mm. Uh, we got to say, what's up, Maz? Where does Jabba the guy hang and she says probably on a tv planet that's either animated or live action that we'll get to later and i say that's so that's really cool that's yeah. good to know maz um and then we all kind of chill i touch a lightsaber have a vision no big deal um and then we leave and, and yeah. that, that's our that's our sequel planet yeah okay okay i see the vision yeah is this I had the a point vision. yeah 
Exactly. Is this the point in the uh-huh. ride where like some guests on the ride are starting to get like features of Jabba the Hutt? So like one guest grows a tail yes. because the t- because we didn't kill Jabba the Hutt. So like, you know, like in the Disney movie, like the Disney movies uh-huh. where like people are starting to turn like to the, uh-huh. you know, like, oh, it's yeah, not one, the one stroke of midnight eats, yet. One you guy know? eats a mouse hole while like tears are streaming down his face. Like, I don't want to <laughs> do this. And he just... <laughs> Um, yeah, no, it's happening. Things are going okay. down. I look great though. I look awesome yeah. the whole of time. The metamorphosis is happening. I'm yeah. the hero. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but I know it's coming. Maybe I start like <laughs> I have a low I have a lower voice all of a sudden, and it sounds really good, but I gotta change it back. It's not who and I am. there there's an urgency yeah. here because once you fully transform, you only speak Hatties and nobody understands Hatties. So then we're like exactly. all screwed because we're humans. Exactly. We only know basics. So it's a bad time so for everybody. True. Yeah. Wow. So true. Wow. The yeah. lore really be luring. Luring, yeah. Yeah, Tommy. Uh, we're in the TV category. Oh yeah, it's, it's me be, immediately. Hold on. This can be <laughs> animated. He's like, I animated, have no thoughts about this. Uh, live action shorts, whatever you want it to be. But, but it well, can't be Castellan because Brad is mean. You know? Uh huh. But it okay. So it has to be where Jabba the guy is hiding, <laughs> and he and you can't pick Tatooine again, which is in the book of Boba Fett. So mm. um. That would make no sense though, because where he like yeah. he he ran away, we would have went to Maz Kanata for nothing. That's um, true. That's true. Right. Yeah. Right. So he went to to. There's none of these are funny. Objectively, I've dug <laughs> here, myself you, a hole here. There, there are other planets that are on that list that have appeared in TV, which you can yeah use. That is true. Like Clone mm-hmm. Wars, Rebels, uh, Resistance, because Clone Wars has a lot of prequel planets still. What's the planet? It's the planet that they're on in Ahsoka, actually. The the one that has I mean, I don't Peridia. know if it's the same planet. Peridia. Is that is that the one where they go to in Clone Wars too? Or is it just implied uh, that with the statues? If we got confirmation, well, are there just statues Clone Wars, there? Yeah. Well, we're thinking it's Mortis. We think Peridia is like the Mortis planet. Potentially. Gotcha. Yeah. I'm picking Mortis then. That's the one that's oh. the one where they go to in the show, right? Yeah. All right. So job of the guy, he's a weirdo. He's immediately oh like, I'm going, I'm going to the top. I got to speak to the force here. <laughs> I heard, I heard they're pretty cool. They're going to help me out. So <laughs> he's, he actually made a deal with the force to exist in the first place. Um, he's actually the chosen one. Uh, oh my gosh. From not, it's not Anakin. It's him. Uh, the force created him to kind of rewrite how the world would work. Um, specifically, what is it? The sun? Is that the evil one? The sun was like, we got to change things up. I want to win in the end. I made a guy. And the guy is job of the guy. <laughs> um, he's going back. He's, he's like, you have to protect me. Um, we show up. Uh, we park the car. Uh, we give the same kid the gun again. And we say, <laughs> "Not again." <"Hunt>, time <laughs> to own up, which I'll, I'll name him later. Uh, and we push him out. <laughs> we hear a single gunshot. Everyone turns back to their normal selves. My voice drops back to where it was, but it or raises up to where it was, but it still sounds pretty good. And then, um, and then that's it. We, we cheer and we, we tell him he's a hero. Um, he says, I've grown from this. Uh, mm. And then he sits back down and just kind of looks forward for the rest of the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just, I just like I have to interject with something I uh-huh. just realized. And that's that my drink that I've been drinking this whole time. Uh, it has caffeine in it, and that is specifically not what I wanted to do at 7 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> looks so like we're like, going for a few more hours. Let's do right, it. Right, right, right. So prepare for this podcast <laughs> to be the five-hour podcast, and you're nobody's allowed to leave. Um, <laughs> Your last planet's about to get crazy. I can, I can feel it. I'm going to make up a planet. You just see this way where my last planet actually is. You'll laugh. Um, okay. Nobody take it. Nobody take it. 
Tommy, you're really inspiring me with uh, your storytelling here as a as a comic book mm-hmm. writer yourself, and I, I really want to I really want to like evolve the story very drastically. So our mm-hmm. next planet, even more dramatically is, than dust, a is, lot of dust. Yeah. Okay. Our next planet is Aldani from Andor, mm-hmm. and uh, not mm-hmm. only is it just any time of the year on Aldani, it's it's the eye of the Aldani, and so we get there and we're like, oh my god, we we have quenched our thirst. No murder happening on this this thing. Vibes are good, but there's a catch here because with the eye of the Aldani comes uh, what I will call the Star Wars universe's version of uh, the Illuminati. And it's anybody who has to do with something named the eye. And who is the eye? Who is the eye of the Nile? It's Martian oh, Rowe. Martian Rowe is back. He is, he is here with his cult. Spread beyond belief. Spread. His legs are backwards. They're his so spread. He's coming it's, in painful. <laughs> it's like when you go on that machine at the gym that you have to like spread your legs and your legs have uh-huh. just gone all the way He's back. Just like that. <laughs> I'm broken. gonna go on podcasts with only women in the future. I cannot. <laughs> Marshawn Rowe is here. Where has the uh-huh. plot gone? It's a secret meeting of bad people and uh, mm. bad people and good people, you know, from a certain point of view. And like, uh, yeah, what's and our Marcian- agenda here? We all just have eyes. Why are we here? <laughs> and Marshawn Rowe goes, hey, that's them get them and then it starts this whole chase sequence <laughs> I, I like the idea that he was like guys no wait i wanted you to join my eye club you all have eyes come join my club <laughs> then he joined his eye club and so away we go into the sky the eye of the aldani is happening there's a lot of irony at play here and irony. we are just trying to enjoy the the views with our eyes before we go and then we 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 jump to hyperspace and that's it that's 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 the trip. Yeah, except we have a wild card. We have a wild card planet still. Don't, that's, don't, that's at least... Don't conclude your trip now. That's like the epilogue to our trip, you know? Like, mm. we escaped Martian Row here. What is next? What's the post-credits your, your stinger? End, yeah, your end credits scene. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> that brings us to me. Uh, Castellan. <laughs> who needs Castellan? Yeah, who uh, needs it? Not me, because I have another trick up my sleeve. Uh, there's this little show called the bad batch and on that show there is a planet called pabu and i think that is where we will conclude our story now we had a little bit of action just like action adventure battle on dalna bad day on dalna we have a life day adventure we hear from rose that we need to go train and go elsewhere in the galaxy so we enjoy some time on alderaan Beautiful place, beautiful scenery. We go to Octo, beautiful place, beautiful scenery, training. What are we training for? To help the people of Pabu. They are in need. The waves, the whole situation, right? So we're going to go. It's a beautiful water planet, as we recall. And we are going to um, help out and make sure that people are okay. And that's, we're, we're going to be heroes in this story. There's no villainy. Ido, Ido maybe caused the waves. He turned on the wave machine. Um, <laughs> God about Ido. <laughs> I didn't until just now. <laughs> like, Whoa, um, we came out of nowhere. <laughs> he, turns on, he turns on the waves on Pabu, which causes the problem. And then we go and we fix that because don't be a bad cop, Ido, you know, like just be a therapy droid. That's what the people need. Um, but if we can't do that, we will be the ones to save the day. On Pabu. Do you do you think the people of Downa who you just kind of flew past will be jealous? 
Here's the thing. <laughs> so remember you specifically saying you were just going to fly past them. Right. Well, we would, there was a battle going on and we just were like, uh-huh. Ooh, the Jedi have got this one. They kind of uh-huh. didn't have it kind of a situation. Um, mm-hmm. Dalna storied history, storied history there. Uh, lots going on in, it was, a, it's a small planet, right? Anyway. I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, on vacation. Pa- right. <laughs> but then by the end of it, we figure it out, you know, we, we get it together. Mm. Uh, but yeah, no, on Dalna, I think we didn't know who the commander was. We didn't know who to go to in order to like get, get marching orders on like how we can best help. And so, uh, we, we didn't. That was before Rose. Right. She really yeah. kind of put us on the right path, mm-hmm. um, and, and helped us you know, clear our minds and, and, and focus on what's important. And what was important is helping people. So that's why we go to Pabu. Nice. And, and then the John vacation, you post about it on social media, like everyone does. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, yeah. Well, we post about Alderaan, Alderaan and, um, mm. you know, Kashyyyk too. We had a nice life day celebration too, you know, it's been, a, it's been a journey. I it's love not, that. It's not like a 20 minute, you know, nice. or a three minute ride. This is, this mm. is kind of serious. You want, um, yeah. you want a, a vacation that improves you, you know? <laughs> that makes you better by the end of it. I feel like you're coming That's after good. my vibes vacation, but like, I, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't, I feel like I'm getting attacked, but like you have time slipping murder. It's, a, like it's a awesome. Child. It's the best. <laughs> you have a child murder. And He's a man now. He committed murder. <laughs> or he didn't commit murder because he couldn't do it. Um, he did. No, he did. He saved. He saved the universe. Oh, that, right. that, he saved, uh, yeah. Yeah. There's like child. You know, this is not how I thought this was gonna go. But you know, I'm just mm. here for the vibes. Um, but Martian Rowe, uh, very man spreading. Uh, guys, this is the best vacation of the three. Mine. Okay, that's all I have it's to true. say. It's true. Now, I we have a wild card planet here. There are thousands of options. Where are we going to go? Where's the epilogue of this? And, you know, we've been doing a couple of things here. We've been going to places. Uh, we didn't go to Dalna. We just kind of flew by Dalna. Sorry, Dalna. Um, but we did go to Kashyyyk on Life Day. We did hang out on Alderaan. Uh, we did some hiking, you know, all that jazz. Then we uh, went to Octo, of course, held the people of Pabu. Now, finally, we are going to go somewhere nobody expected. Somewhere nobody expected. We're going to Chila. We're going to, we're going to end our story on the, the, it's, uh, it's C S I L I get it right. Brad on our Google doc. Call Um, out. Yep. And (laughs) on Sheila, you know, like it's a world that not a lot of people from our galaxy far, far away have been to. It's pretty much just the chess who hang out there. It's kind of underground, right? Cause they don't want people to know whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, I've decided we're going to go there and we're going to learn more about their culture, specifically their politics. Um, you know, we just like an all around political thing. I'm just curious, you know, we're just like learning. Um, that's like the vibes, uh, no plot, just, just, um, learning. That's, that's really it. Again, I think, I think this is an excellent trip. I I would buy a ticket. Um, I mean, I also made it. So there's like a little bit of personal bias there, but you know, I I, I don't want to go on these guys. Their dirt trips is a little bit, there's a little, uh, yikes, dust uh, from dead people. And also the sands of Jetta, which become dead people after, uh, (laughs) (laughs) single fire ignition, we've got murder (laughs) and like multiple job of the huts. Like that's a lot for me. So let's not do that. That's there's only thought. one job at the hut. I have to make that clear. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there's also a job at the guy. Yeah. That's a, but we took <laughs> right, care of the, him. There's like, only there's, one. There's, there's multiple people named Jabba. Okay. Well, yeah, it's a fair, that's fine. And that's like more than I need, you know, people can mm-hmm. have the same name. 
I mean, I mean, yeah, but there's a time loop happening here. That there's too many components for me to mm. figure that. I gotcha, out. I gotcha. Yeah, yeah we don't want a time, time slip. Right. Okay. Um, as long as you're good, Sarah, I'm gonna I'm gonna choose my wild card here. If you're good, I'm Let's not. Anything good. else to add? I'm still mad. Not good. Yeah. Now you're I'm gonna fine, take that one away. Brett. I'm gonna be happy. <laughs> I'm gonna be thrilled about it. Um, my my <laughs> post credit zinger slash wild card planet. Uh, it's gonna be a classic because you know we've again we've been through a lot. We just barely escaped Martian Row. It has meeting of the eyes at the eye of Aldani. Um, we are going to Endor, and this is the post credit mm. stinger where we we you know we sort of crash in the Endor forest and the Ewok village. And uh, out come a bunch of Ewoks. And at first mm. we think they're going to eat us because, you know, Ewoks try to do that to Luke and Han. But um, it turns out that they are, they're, they're putting together a team and uh, out comes a, a, an Ewok uh, with, uh, you know, dressed like Nick Fury. And uh, oh. he wants, he wants to put together a, a big, a big crew to take down Martian Rowe because Martian Rowe's got the levelers, right? It's like this big thing, this big threat that we don't know how to take care of, just like Thanos. You know, Nick Fury had to put together the Avengers. Nick Fury esque Ewok. Okay. It's actually just so, wicked in a trench coat um with an with a fake eye patch. Right. Just for the meme. Right. Um right. he is there and he's like, Wick, we're putting Wick together. Fury. Wick Fury. <laughs> Wick Fury. Yes. I need to interrupt you. <laughs> yes. There we go. Right. See, that's why that's why uh-huh. you're the funny guy here and I'm the dumbass who didn't think of that. <laughs> oh, this is great. This is great. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Wick Fury is here and it's just Wicked cosplaying for Halloween. <laughs> and uh Wick Fury says, I need all of you, Star Tours, to help us take down Martian Rowe and the leveler. And that is setting up the you know Avengers endgame equivalent in the star wars galaxy where it's all ewoks versus all nameless and they duke it mm. out in the next big <laughs> movie that's so the end I, of star wars i have a question that i think is yeah. going to determine the listeners um <laughs> vote here actually yeah, on, yeah. on who has the best star tour um yub nub or victory celebration willie playing over this sequence you pick Ooh. choose wisely uh it's gonna be it's gonna be yub nub we're going classic we're going classic okay. All yep. right. I think you'll find, you know, some some lovers of that choice and some haters of that choice. So we'll see how it shakes down yeah. for you. So we'll see. We'll see. Tommy, what is your wild card? Your 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 zinger here for uh, your Star Tours ride? Yeah, I think I'm gonna go to Dathomir because I think I can cheer them up. <laughs> I think I, think I can, I can fix uh, them, says Tommy. I, I think I can fix them collectively. Like Maul. <laughs> Let's see. Uh maybe Maul get a hobby. Maybe uh, learn a craft. Maybe join a club. Um, the Night Sisters. I don't know. <laughs> Figure that out. That's not my problem. Um, but yeah, I know. I think I'll go to Dathomir. Uh, just kind of like maybe like host a stand-up comedy show for them. Mm. Like just cheer them mm. up. It's not for me. I wouldn't do it. I don't know. I don't know jokes, but I, I host. I would get. Um, Tommy's literally Dane, never told a joke in his life. I would get Dane Cook to go <laughs> to, to Dathomir. Um, we'd have fun. We would cheer them up. There would be a different planet by the time we left. Much cheerier mm. planet. It's like um, a comedy fundraiser making... to raise money for the traumatized child who had to commit murder. <laughs> yeah, so, like, and also therapy. find out what the heck Maroc was. <laughs> uh, that's my main concern, I think. What right. was the the fart cloud guy? Um, get answers, get laughs. Just, you know, end it on a high note. I love the idea of trying to do stand-up comedy in front of Marin. Like, she's just mm. like, ha-ha, very funny. You know, like, I just, I love that. I love that they so much. It just kills you. 
she just takes her like, witch oh. magic and slams you against the wall. She goes, not again. No more jokes. <laughs> uh, Love it. Okay. Right. We have a last two silly categories here, so these should be pretty quick. So uh, uh-huh. first up is this, the name of the eight-year-old child spy. Uh, Tommy, yes. this is the one of yours that committed the murder. Um, yes, and this is going to be controversial. Cleanse the um, sin done to the nameless. Give him a name. Her name is Sarah, and she's on this call. <laughs> Surprise, Sarah. You've been on my ride the whole time. Sarah is now realizing this is part of her past and yeah. she just remembered it. She's uh-huh. like, wait, so I was there. I was there Why in 1987 you do this to me? on that Star Tours ride. I did the final plot twist. You killed Jabba the guy. Um, and save the universe. You, you're the one who's been against it this whole time. And I think that's why, that's why you've been against it. Because mm. it was your past and it's coming back to you and it's, right. it's so visceral that you mm. can't accept that it was you. And now I'm telling you it was you. I'm sorry. And so now I have to face that for the fact. Um, yeah. I, I don't know if I have a, a good reaction to this. This is uh, this is quite a twist. I I, I know. You're I changed. mean, I guess it explains the vibes. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, I'm just trying. I'm just trying to live a peaceful life. And after everything that happened, it was really traumatic, and I had kind of locked that all away. So. Thanks for bringing it up, Tommy, on the pod. That's just yeah, so nice of you. And I'm sorry for misgendering you before when I kept calling you a boy. I, did, I didn't I did just think of this. Uh, yeah, I just, I forgot. Mm, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this wasn't a thing I just hey, thought of. <laughs> you know, uh, gender this, gender that. Exactly, yeah. I'm not, not, yeah. I'm not, I'm not a whatever. Um, all right. Brad, so you're next. Brad's I'm sure. last. My, the name of my child spy is Ben. Um, first name Ben. Oh. Last name. Last name. Last name. Bert. Uh-oh. It is Ben Bert. As a ah, as a kid, he is okay. on the Star Tours ride, and the whole time it's because for the little bit of the Star Tours ride, the sound went out, and so he was just sitting there in the audience, just making noises for everybody. He was just they're like, "Oh my God, who is this kid? He's like a child prodigy of sound effects," and mm. uh, that's what inspired him to grow up to you know make uh, some stuff. I don't know if that really works in the timeline of of the events here and why. Star Tours exists of Ben Burt's a child, but you know, maybe he got shrink rate or something and he became a kid again. I don't know. Mm. Just felt right. That's just felt good, right. That's right. such a good answer. I didn't Google that at all. Great answer, Brad. <laughs> the the changing light ben on your face, you know. No, is, no, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just doing that. Just, <laughs> I like to look at different colors on my screen sometimes. Right, it keeps right. me awake. You know, I got it. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, uh, Ben Burt's imagination has been uh, tapped here. Very excited for him. Beautiful. That's 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 so special. I saved the Star Wars. Ben Burt made the sound effects. And um, what sound did he give to Marchian's leg spreading? uh, It's like a like squelching. It's like a it's like a squelching noise. (laughs) It's it's a little wet. It's like a. <laughs> we don't need to be doing this. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. Everyone, be quiet. Brad, can you hit us with that noise? Brad, Brad like, bring it in. Bring it in. Stop laughing. Take it easy. This take is it easy. Be we, the we need a, last episode of this. We rate. need a. Like, we need a clean. We need a clean cut of the of the leg spreading noise from Brad, that legendary sound guy that I googled. Brad Burt created on the ride. All right. Well, I'll count you in, Brad. Ready? One, two. That, did I get it? it? Did I get it? Okay. It's not it's not coming through. I think it's can you can you do it louder? <laughs> it's not coming through. 
Oh my god, my I mic's love how too the good. Micro- the microphone is doing the Lord's work right now and yeah. sparing <laughs> us all from whatever is coming out of Brad's mouth. Just imagine, just imagine stepping. It's very muddy outside, and you put your foot in the mud. That's the sound it made. That's like the the worst thing you could ever have said. Like, why did we start this? Why are we here right now? Like, come on. Better yet, (laughs) or it's either that, or it's the sound Uh that Yoda's nails make in Revenge of the Sith when he goes down. It's because Martian's really, really just—he's he hasn't stretched. So when he opens his legs, it's just like. (laughs) Brad, I recognize that. Like, I am a literal character on Tommy's. Um, and so I like, I, that there, I have to go on that ride, but I am not buying a yeah. ticket if the Yoda mm. nail sound is in yours. I'm sorry. I already said I wasn't deal buying a it. ticket, but now I'm really serious about it. Yeah. Sounds deal like I'm it. winning. <laughs> Clearly at this point, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, we're, we're still here for the vibes. I haven't, I haven't lost the plot, the plot being vibes, um, for my trip. And my spy is going to be an untraumatized, um, just uh, before anything ever happened to him, uh, Will Lark. It's going to be Will Lark. Um, he's just a guy and he deserves good things in this world. And I just want to show him some nice planets, not in wartime. Sorry about Dalna. That was a little, kind of a little bit of wartime, but I just want <laughs> Gotta to ease see- him into it. He only knows war. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it was really nice on Polyneus, right? Like before he had to go and become a pilot in the rebellion and then he saw some stuff and then he grew a beard by the third book. And that's how, you know, he saw some stuff, you know? Um, and I just, I think he deserves a nice vacation and that's why we're bringing him to Alderaan and Kashyyyk for life day and Octo to learn some skills with a Z. Um, and Pabu to help some people because that's kind of his vibe. Um, so yeah, eight-year-old Will Lark. He's a good now guy. Now is eight-year-old Will Lark also your pilot? Which is our last question Ooh. here. Is that is that the is that the twist? No, he is a pilot. No, no, I have a really exciting pilot. Um, Who would that be? Uh, his name is Bucket. <gasps> Bucket is our pilot. Buckets of Bucket. blood. <laughs> No, not buckets of blood. Okay. Bucket the droid. Oh, from resistance. Okay. From resistance. Okay. Get with it. Jeez. Listen, because my pilot is buckets of blood. That's why I got a little worried. A little <laughs> You know worried. what? Just kidding. It's buckets of blood. Torben no, Buck. He's our pilot. Chosen. Screw you, Brad. Um, already chosen. No, I mean, I, I <laughs> if this was really I thought I in the tradition of of Rex, you know, being a droid, um, I wanted to put a droid character in um, the pilot's chair. And I just think Bucket is a little legend. So he'd be my pilot. Um, and if he ever needs like a day off, it's going to be Niku, of course. Um, so they're just like like good vibes, dudes, you know? Yeah. No, it's a good choice. Bucket is right. an underappreciated droid. Um, but yeah, my 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 pilot is Buckets of Blood and specifically him just being Buckets like of blood. Buckets of Blood says we're going to Endor. Buckets of Blood says we're going to Utapau. You know, he's just like <laughs> announcing it every time. He's like Buckets of Blood. Mm. Um every look at time those I thighs. There's like maybe a cameo <laughs> from like Daniel Jose Older on the ride and he's just like Buckets of Blood. Mm. You know, they're all just saying it like You a know, lot. you could have made Great. Daniel your transmission my pilot. but you didn't. Oh. Ooh. Okay. So that's on yeah. you. That is not my, that going is on, on me. your trip. That is on me. Yeah. But that's my pilot. Tommy, who's your last pilot? Wrap us up here. I don't want to say Daniel. Um, 
Could be Daniel. It's 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 That's buckets adjacent. We could have like a bucket mm. theme going for the pilot. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, my pilot is just a bucket. Um, <laughs> I love that. Is that uh, like the next movie where it's like, oh my god, if we don't kill the the fake bucket, then we're all going to turn into buckets. And this is the bucket mm-hmm. that's here to tell us about that. Yeah, threat, please don't, that please don't spoil it. Please don't spoil it. <laughs> um, I think bucket the guy. My <laughs> like, I I I, I want to go obscure with it and just do like a random kind of background character vibe. Now I want to do uh, what's that guy's name? Yowza, the one that yells. It's is in, his name right? Oh, in, in Rogue One, Return of the Jedi. Oh, in Return oh. of the Jedi. Oh, my bad. Yowza. Yeah, Joe. Joe Wowza. Yeah, no, Yowza. Joe Yowza. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, added to the um, special edition in 1997. Yeah, and I and I think it works well for him because he he was also added in in the special editions. Um, right. So it gives him like saving special edition Jabba because that's essentially what we're doing in the end as well. Um. He that 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 gives him purpose, you know. He mm. he wants to pilot us on this adventure to save special edition Jabba because he sees himself in, in special edition Jabba as another CGI freak that was added in the 90s. Um, so I think he's doing it. Uh he tries to sell us his CDs afterwards, uh, which is something that happened to me when I went to Hollywood and took a tour of the stars homes. Uh the driver tried to sell us his opera CDs afterwards. Um, that's me putting my own spin on it. Um, so yeah, the whole time he just He's just yelling. Um, we're all confused. Uh, when we park on Tatooine, he gives the kid, he gives Sarah the gun. And we're like, where'd you get that gun from? And he goes, at it. Um, at it. And, and yeah, no, and, and that's our pilot. He does a really good job. Um, and then at the end, he sings a song in Dathomir. And it's really mm. nice. Mm. Wow. As part of the comedy, the comedy charity. It's for a Sarah. nice ending mm-hmm. to your story. Yeah. It's really nice. Yeah. Nice. For yeah. a story that had a lot of murder. It's like a nice... A nice uh, it's, icing on the cake. I mean, you know, Star Wars has its murder, but in the end, it is about hope. Um, <laughs> right, and and right. I think, <laughs> I think my Star Tours, in the end, is about hope. You know, people yeah. went through a, people went through a lot. Sarah Me. killed a guy. Um, I, I went we through all, a lot. Sarah killed a guy, but we all know that one day she's gonna go on her Star Tours trip, where she'll find hope. Um, That's right. And then in 20 years, she'll go on another Star Tours trip where she kills a guy again. But that's that's because is, is, is that what the time loop or is that is that um is that Star Tours your, two that we haven't plotted out yet? When um, when Disney buys the, your movie franchise, that's your right. sequel trilogy. Yeah, yeah. right. And it's like and poetry. I, I'm I'm a legend, yeah. you know, to some, but I'm a real girl, mm-hmm. you know. And then a lot of guys online would be like, they got Sarah's character wrong in the new movies. Sarah <laughs> that's would, right. that's not my Sarah. Sarah would not my Sarah. That. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Sarah, um, Sarah didn't even have a gun in the new movies. They nerfed Sarah. She's so weak. They didn't like, even it, show the training movie. sequence but, of how Sarah knows how to even shoot the gun. You're so, Sarah. The gun from? You're so real did, for saying all of that. Geez. The reality, the reality though, is that I was thrust into this narrative with no, um, with no authorial control. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally taking that for myself under the under um the, mm. the, the the temple franchise that has given me a lot of money to exist again. Um and I've decided that I'm a pacifist in this new era. So um maybe that but that's the reality is that's who I was all along. So yeah, that's the beauty of it. Okay, so just to recap before we close out here. So Tommy has Job of the Guy as the villain. We're going to Vint Lothal 
transmission from time slipping Jabba, then to Tatooine with mm-hmm. some murder, Takodana, Mortis, Dathomir, mm-hmm. Sarah is the eight year old spy, and uh, Joe Wowser Yowser is is a pi- <clears throat> pilot. Uh, for myself, mm-hmm. we have Martian Ro as the villain, Planet X, Utapau, Yoda being a dude, uh, Jetta, Castellan, Aldani, Endor, and then Bembert. Small Bember is the spy and Buckets of Blood is our pilot. And then Sarah has the ITO droid as her villain. Uh, we're going to Dalna, Kashyyyk, Alderaan, Octo, Pabu, and Scylla. Uh, Rose Tico's getting a transmission with some good vibes. And Will Lark is the uh, young spy. And the droid bucket is her pilot. So what I think we're going to do is like probably in a couple days, I might post this online. And just like post an image of our selections and just have people vote on it. It'll probably get like two votes because, you know, Twitter algorithm does its thing. Me um, and my mom both voting for me. <laughs> but, you know, we could put I'll the poll for up for uh, a day oh, or two and just see who, yeah, you know, just mean. spread it around and see who wants to vote on it. So we'll, we'll do that. I guess we'll just do that cool. after a couple of days. And mine, so. mine will make perfect sense out of context. What's <laughs> <laughs> any question at all? I'll exclude and, the murder and, and part. The People got to listen wins, for that fun stuff. The winner wins everything. Um, so uh-huh. the losers get nothing and the winner wins everything. Mm-hmm. Definition of everything. Mm-hmm. Anything you want it to be. Wow. That's the winner time. gets to go on all three of our star tours. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, I was, uh, okay, I'll lose. I don't want to go on Brad's. <laughs> Loser like has to Nickelodeon edit this podcast. <laughs> you, get, you get slimed either way. <laughs> I want to win. Well, Tommy, thank you for embarking on this star tours journey with us as silly and ridiculous as it has been. Cause I, I was not, knowing what to expect um but we're just here for the vibes Gone on a journey uh this is good this is good but before we wrap up here i know you have a lot of stuff going on in your world uh comic book wise because you've written um so far i've only had the chance to read the days um which i know i got a celebration edition which i'm very fond of uh that's actually worth that's worth quite a lot that's worth like two or three dollars now I, I figured, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, exclusive edition. Hold, hold it has on a to sticker that. with it uh-huh. too. I'm actually yeah. going to keep mine around until it's worth about three fifty before I try and kind of, you know, <laughs> it's a speculator's market. It. You got, you got, you have to wait for that. Just don't <laughs> let the bubble pop. Yeah. So yeah, do you want to tell us a little bit about what you're working on, and uh, just give you a little bit of time here to talk about your uh, your comics? Sure. Uh, hey everyone, my name's Tommy. I'm the guy that you heard talking before. Um, besides doing this thing, I, uh, also write comics, uh, as Brad said, I did one called the days, which was a sad one about a ghost. Um, I also have one called at the end, which is a sad one about a little purple guy named Garf who finds out he's going to die at the end of the comic. It's super meta. He tries to make you not turn the page. Tons of fun. Makes a lot of people cry. Uh, my next one that's going to make people cry is, uh, it's called mustn't tell. It's a, it's a young adult horror series. It's going to be five issues. Um, my pitch for it is uh, if, if Disney animation did a horror movie, it's going to have a lot of heart, a lot of jokes, mostly jokes, because that's all I really feel comfortable doing these days. Uh, but a few spooky scenes. I'm uh, doing that one with an artist named John McDaniel, and my who's going to be doing like 90% of the art. But then I had a fun idea where the monster and all the haunting scenes is going to be, the monster is going to be drawn by B.A. Routh, who did the uh, the days with me. And he's also going to be like haunting the books. So he's going to add in like a bunch of fear effects. The idea is that it's supposed to look very different than the rest of the art. Uh, and I'm very excited. It's going to be on Kickstarter very soon. We just wrapped up the issue uh, kind of a few days ago. We're still doing finish touches. Um, you can follow, hey reader or hey listener, you can follow me on Twitter, uh, Tommy underscore Stella, and I'll be posting about it there. 
Very okay, cool. awesome. And we can we can include Thanks, uh, some links too for the episode. So if anybody wants to like check out the Kickstarter, do. other places that they can Which find your work, do. we'll we'll include that. So cool. Get as many Thanks, eyes. Guys. I I I reread the days uh, this week in anticipation oh, of this episode, and it put me in my feels, and I'm just like sad. <laughs> <laughs> so this brought it up back up for me this episode. <laughs> cool. But I can send great. you um a PDF of at the end if you'd like as well, so you can catch up yeah. on that one. Oh, for my sure. uh, Tommy Sad Universe. Yeah, I love that. The Tommy Sad Universe. That, <laughs> for the t- a guy who's got a lot of jokes, why Tommy Sad Universe? Sometimes sometimes you got to overcompensate for your uh, emotional art by just saying a lot of silly nonsense uh, so people don't think you're just the sad guy. It's a lot mm, of fun. You know, mm. it makes you fun at parties. It's perfect answer. Yeah. yeah. I want to ask you real quick, like, when did, you, when did you start writing comics? Or like, when did you start deciding that you wanted to do this? Uh, yeah, I, 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 when I was in college, I did music and, um, I failed out of the music program. I am very bad at hearing notes and knowing what they are, which is apparently a big part of music. Um, and on the same day that I failed out of the program, the teacher was like, you're done, man. Um, I had one English class that I took and the teacher in that class, I handed in my final paper, which the teacher was cool. She was like, do whatever you want. So I did a short story and she held me after class and she said, what, what the heck, man? And I was like, what do you mean? And she said, why'd you submit a plagiarized story? And I was like, I didn't, that's my short story. And she said, oh my God, are you an English major? And I was like, no. And she's like, you have to be an English major. So that all happened on the same day, which is pretty wild. So I switched over to English and I was like, I guess I'm going to be a writer. Um, and I had already liked comics. So I was like, it was something in the back of my mind. And towards the end of college, I was like, oh, I think I'm going to be a comic writer. That could be so much fun. Um, and I started looking up uh, job applications for Marvel to just be a comic writer. Uh, and then I learned that's not how that works, um, which, was a, which was sad to learn. I was like, I have my resume ready and all that stuff. Um, so then after I graduated, I was immediately just trying to find ways to do that um, because I really just like the creative act of like working with someone. Like I've tried doing novels. Short stories are fun, but like, there's just nothing beats like working with an artist that you really connect with and just creating like a world, like just having like writing something down. And then like a, two days later, it's visualized. Like, it's so cool. I highly recommend it. If anyone's a creative that needs like something to keep them going through it. Cause it's like just having another person there with you working on it is like just a whole nother level. Um, so yeah, now I'm, I'm rambling now, but yeah, it was, it was cause I failed music. That's, that's where it started. <laughs> I, I understand the failing music thing. N- n- not for myself. I'm a prodigy. <laughs> you oh, of course. Um, of course. Right, right. <laughs> but um, <laughs> my dad failing music is the reason that I'm in choir or we're like joined choir as a kid, um, huh. which is a, a weird thing. But he was in the freshman band for three out of the four years in high school. And then he, he like met my middle school choir director and thought she was like, she's a good teacher. And then he put me in choir. So. Gotcha. Um, but no. um. He, Hearing the notes is a real thing. I am the most musically uninclined person it's you rough. could think of. I, I couldn't hit a note for my life on an instrument really or with my voice. Effects, yeah. You do really good sound effects. You know, That's I won't do the Yoda impression. Yeah. It makes Sarah Thank annoyed. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I did it one too many times this episode. Uh, there's other impressions that I like less than Yoda. <laughs> so Yoda was okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Brad, Brad, can you close us out with another attempted rendition of Marchian's leg spreading? <laughs> oh God, no. <laughs> no, we were past that. We've already lost the we listener. The society had moved this on. Is, this, like has been, this has been Friends of the Force. Uh, thanks for listening. <laughs> Take us away, Brad.
<laughs> Tommy's Tommy, like, thank end you. this episode. I need to go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tommy, thank you for joining us. I appreciate it. And uh, again, I'm never coming back, stuff says Tommy. Out. Anything else that you didn't talk about that you want to promote or is that you had like uh, keep an eye out for that Kickstarter. Follow me on Twitter. I have low self-esteem. I need followers like my tweets. It gives me purpose. Um, I think that's it. Uh, watch Star Wars. Um, it's a pretty cool movie. Uh, I have nothing to do with it, but I've heard it's good. Um, and keep listening to this podcast. Person who listens to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you come back next week. I won't be here, but I'm sure it's gonna be good. Um, and keep, yeah, we're keep not cool. putting Tommy on the schedule like that. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fair. Um, but yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you, Tommy. We appreciate it. Thank you, listener, for tuning into this episode. Uh, you can find us on all of our socials. Twitter, Instagram, Blue Sky, whatever, wherever you want to follow us and uh, leave a review if you enjoyed the episode and follow us on the podcast platform of your choice. And we also have a Patreon. Sarah, you want to take yes. us out with our patrons? Who make we are show super happen? grateful to patrons who help to keep the lights on. And by that, I mean our website running and the Zoom hosting I am grateful for all of you. And thank you, everyone who joined us on this uh, exceptionally chaotic twist ride tourney. <laughs> um, lots of surprises, star tours, adventure. Um, you got three star tours uh, for the price of zero star tours. So congratulations. Uh, you're winning. Thank you all again. Thanks, Tommy, uh, once more. And uh, for all of you listening, the adventure continues next week. And until then, uh, may the force be with you always. Bye.